Welcome to Creatively Christian, a podcast by Theophany Media, where we inspire, inform, educate, and empower creative Christians of all types. I'm one of your hosts, Brandon Hollingsworth. Today, I get to interview Bill Brooks, another of our hosts here at Creatively Christian, and we're going to talk a little bit about what it's like to be a Christian creative in the realm of both music and comics and everything in between. So without further ado... Hello, everyone. This is Brandon Hollingsworth uh, from Theophany Media's Creatively Christian Podcast, and I cannot tell you all how excited I am to have one of my fellow hosts for the show and a great brother in Christ, Bill Brooks, on today to talk about being creative and being a Christian. So how are you, Bill? I'm well. How are you? Oh, I'm doing good. I'm doing good. So for those out there that might be watching uh, sometime in January or after, we're actually recording this uh, in uh, November. It is November, isn't it, Bill? I can't remember. It's still November. That's okay, right. Good. It's still November. I'm in a time warp. Uh, so yeah, we're recording this in November and we'll be uh, launching it sometime after the first of the year. So you might, you might be experiencing a little bit of time differential um, as we go over these things but that'll be all right. We'll get through it. So uh, I'm glad to have Bill here. He is a singer, songwriter, and um, uh, an author as well. Is that right, Bill? Yes, exactly. And tell us us a little bit about what you've done. I think uh, comic creator is the best title for me right now. Uh, I am am a uh, singer songwriter. I'm a song leader at my church um, and I have written songs uh, I don't believe my voice is my greatest gift, uh, but uh, I am uh, a songwriter. Uh, I do play bass at church. I do play some acoustic guitar as well. And But my uh, current passion right now is uh, comics creation. And uh, this is what uh, I've been... I like to budget my time and do what time what my space and my time is, allows me to do. And mm-hmm. currently, uh, especially during this COVID period, pandemic period, uh, it's, more, it's more efficient for me to be uh, a visual artist than a musical artist. Gotcha, gotcha. And the comic that you're working on is called The Road to Emmaus. Is that right? Is that the correct or is that the series title? This, yes, the series is called The Road to Emmaus. Okay. And the book, the first book in that series is called Joseph, Favorite Son of Israel. Okay, Joseph, Favorite Son. And so um, are you projecting a certain page count length for this comic? Is it going to be a 24 or 48, a graphic novel? What, what are you shooting for on that? Uh, approximately 22 pages is okay. what it's going to be. Um, I've written uh, a script for a hundred panels, and if you if you average out five panels per page, that'll be approximately twenty two pages. Yes, so yeah, that's a lot of writing. Yeah. <laughs> having it's written comics drawing. myself, drawing yeah. <laughs> <laughs> having written comics writing. as well, that that's a lot of work. Absolutely. So, and are you drawing these as well, or are you just the are you just the writer? I've written and I'm currently penciling and inking. I need to find a colorist. Okay. So uh, I don't trust myself as the colorist. I've, I've seen my color work and <laughs> I want to hire somebody else. <laughs> I'm well, fired as a colorist. That is a tremendous amount of work and my hat is off to you because uh, drawing and art, while I love it and understand it well, it's not something that I can personally produce. So my hat is off to you, my brother. That is an amazing, amazing thing. So um, here at, um, on Creatively Christian, we like to kind of break down our podcasts um, for those out there listening. Bill knows this. He's on the inside. He's behind the curtain. Um, but for those out there listening, we kind of try to, um, if we can, divide up our podcasts into four main areas, inspire, inform, educate, and then empower. So I'd like to jump in, if we can, into that kind of inspire section, Bill. And um, I would love to know a little bit about um, you know, what inspires you maybe specifically or generally and what's your sources of inspiration? Uh, currently, well, my, my greatest source of inspiration is the Bible is, uh, for this project, I was inspired by the, what I learned about typology recently and 
for those of you who want to know what that is, um, is the it's the doctrine of the the study of the how the Old Testament prefigures the New Testament. So, okay. a, an example of that is when Jesus is asked for a sign by the Pharisees, mm -hmm. and Jesus says, "Only a sinful generation asks for a sign." Actually, I'm going to cheat. I'm going to read it out loud because I don't like paraphrasing the Bible. Yeah, go for it. A wicked and adulterous generation asks for a sign but none will be given it except for the sign of the prophet Jonah. For as Jonah was three days and three nights in the belly of the of huge fish, so the son of man will be three days and three nights in the heart of the earth. Okay. So that in itself is uh, like, whoa, that's such right. an answer. It's, it's not just one answer by <laughs> Jesus. He could have chosen any of the prophets. He could have chosen... Joseph, he could have chosen Adam, he could have chosen, but uh, so when I learned this, when I learned how many, how much typology there was in the Bible, at, at first, when I first learned this, uh, I thought it was only like Jonah and Joseph and Moses and uh, the Passover can be used as a type as well. Mm -hmm. uh, but the more I looked into it, any any famous character that you know anyone who has a book named after them and uh anybody and i don't know <laughs> uh probably more than i but more probably more than i actually know mm -hmm. can be used as a, t a type for typology so and so this idea will last this series could last me a lifetime i'll never be done writing this series awesome Awesome. That's a great, that's a great project to have one that has no endpoint. Uh, definitely lots of stuff to do. So when you're talking about typology, you're essentially, it's kind of like um, in, in English, maybe for instance, uh, to break it down to maybe something someone is uh, maybe a little bit more familiar with um, it kind of like symbolism. Is that kind yes, of kind right. of a similar thing? So when we talk about David being a man after God's own heart, right, that's uh, potentially could be construed as a foreshadowing of Christ, right? Uh, an example of, of something. Uh, David might be a type or an archetype in which, uh, you know, his, his eventual son, Jesus, right, uh, down through the ages, also right. fits that same archetype. Is that kind of what we're talking about? Um, let's see. So... If you want to talk about David, for example, I don't have it memorized off the top of my head, but if you Google, uh, if you Google David typology, right. you'll get a list of uh, a bullet point list of everything that uh, is compares him to Christ. Right. Um, so you're looking so, for those commonalities. You're looking for those right. points from the Old Testament to the New Testament. Yes, exactly. So awesome. I'm, I'm trying not to give away the plot of well, the first book. So well, don't, yeah, don't, don't give it away. We don't want to do that because we want people to go out and buy a bazillion copies of those. So that's right. Yes. Bazillion. So is, it, is it kind of the idea that essentially um, for the road to Emmaus series, each book um, will kind of focus on a single type uh, and then we'll kind of expound on that and unpack it. Uh, through the through the medium of comics is that correct? right exactly so it begins with jesus uh showing up on the road to emmaus to right. uh the two disciples cleopas and unnamed disciple number two right um right. and he had a bad agent that's why he didn't get any more <laughs> so <laughs> can't be second billing can i just get my name in there at all <laughs> It's when so, he appears. Anyway. It's when he appears to the disciples, and they don't know him. And he's and he's telling yes. them the story of the Old Testament and all the prophets. And he's like, "Guys, didn't you get this?" And then at the very end, they realize, "Whoa, that's that was Jesus." So right. So that's the vehicle that I'm using. That's so Jesus cool. is going to be the narrator. Oh, so he's actually going to be telling all the stories that show up in the comic. Yes, exactly. That is a killer idea for a comic. Hat it must off, have been God. It wasn't. It wasn't me. You. That is so cool. That is awesome. All right. So for the longest time, I, I wanted to do this for the longest time. Uh, wanted to figure out how to uh, put typology into 
uh, a song or mm-hmm. a book and who should be the narrator and mm-hmm. who would know, who would understand that it has to be Jesus. Jesus yeah. is the only person who would understand yeah. this that's... in order to explain it to his disciples. That is super cool. And that's the way you need to pitch it. You need to pitch it that, hey, Jesus, you know, it, this is the story told by Jesus on the road to Emmaus, right? That's the way, that's the way you should pitch that comment. Because anybody that's read that story in Acts, then is going to go like, oh, oh, wow, I get it. So yeah, that's awesome. I can't wait to yeah. read it. Can I buy an advanced copy, please? Yes, you can. All right. So, so generally, or actually specifically, typology really inspires you. Um, yes, is exactly. There, is there anything generally outside of, um, you know, the Bible and typology, anything else that inspires you? If not, no problem. Just one. uh quite a few other things inspire me i mean i i do get inspiration from uh when the tv is off and the the radio is off uh things will come to me usually in the shower when i'm when there's nothing to write on when i'm absolutely preach it brother when i'm wet (laughs) and uh so but uh i collect ideas uh like song ideas song melodies uh, will come to my head mm-hmm. and i have to hum it into my ipod and oh, okay. by the way that's an ipod i said <laughs> it is that is old yes, it needs for, to be replaced is what i'm saying <laughs> it is vintage so for those for those people that were born after us that was technology that existed prior to your existence so yes exactly <laughs> but um i still have it <laughs> so that, that, that that's a good that's a really good point and it's kind of is jumping over into educate just a little bit so we can kind of cross the streams just a little bit um but yeah give give some tips because I, I, when we were discussing this before and when we were exchanging notes on this you've got some really kind of neat ideas about ways of capturing these ideas because i think that's one of the things that christian creatives often have trouble with um is that we're generally speaking we're busy most of us are working you know, we're full-time parents or, you know, we've got at least one full-time job. We're active in our church. We're active in our community. We're trying to be the light of the world and the salt of the world. And that doesn't leave a lot of time for just sitting and pondering, you know, and kind yeah, of exactly. great thoughts. So we got to be able to kind of capture these ideas as, as they're given to us, as, as they rise through the process of inspiration. Um, so tell our audience a little bit about some of the tricks you've discovered for being able to capture these ideas like humming into your ipod or if you're fortunate enough to have an iphone something like that (laughs) yeah um so for example uh the theme song for this podcast Mm -hmm. that uh you probably just heard (laughs) as uh that is one of the ideas that i had uh and i was at work at my day job and uh, I just, I first of all, I want to, melodies come to me and I want to make sure that I didn't hear it somewhere else on the radio. Wow. I, I didn't, sure. I want to make sure I didn't steal it. Mm-hmm. So I'll hum it anyway and, uh, and then save it for later. And then when I do have the time to actually produce it, to actually, uh, you know, sit down and put some other instruments to it, I'll listen through, scroll through all of my ideas and some of those ideas will not translate. So mm-hmm, I have mm-hmm. many ideas that did not make it past the, the idea stage. But sure. if I don't, if I don't hum those ideas or, or write them down as they come, th- those ideas are gone. Mm-hmm. They, yeah. they exist no longer. So. Yeah. It's literally a flash of inspiration. I mean, it's right. there and gone. So, yeah. What about um, things that aren't music related, like maybe a new idea for a comic or maybe, oh, I really like this panel layout and I want to have this in my comic. Uh, how do you capture those sorts of ideas? Um, well, currently I've, uh, I've been reading some books. Uh, let's see. You'd mentioned um, something books. about using, I think, Google Docs or Google, uh, Google Suite or something like that. So. Uh, yeah, uh, I do use Google. I do Google for some ideas. Mm-hmm. Um, I, do, I have read some books. This one is by Will Eisner, Comics and Sequential Art, How cool. to Put Comics Together. Mm-hmm. Um, I have 
the Action Bible, which is the entire Bible, Old Testament and New Testament in comics form. Right, right. Illustrated by Sergio, what is his last name? Sergio Cariello. That's right. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, I'm hoping we can get those guys on the podcast. Actually, yeah, that would be great. Mm-hmm. Uh, you and I, you and I both will fight yeah. over Sergio. <laughs> <laughs> so, so it sounds like any way you can write these ideas down, any way you can capture them in some sort of form where you can access them later, then that's what yeah. you're currently doing. Is that right? I do make sketches on uh, four by six index cards. Okay, interesting. So, just as uh, I've been reading a. Star Wars comic that there, I found uh, an artist whose name I can't remember, Ross. His last his name is Ross. Uh, but anyway, I, I like the panel layout for mm-hmm. his Star Wars comic for The, the Force Awakens. So right. I have to collect a bunch of those, uh, those comics. All right. And so what are some of the barriers that you find to inspiration? What are some of the things that keep you from being inspired? uh tv and the radio and the noise and <laughs> the noise of the world just gotta uh uh you know gotta take some time to read listen to god and uh walk walk with god awesome awesome yeah i think a lot of times the tv especially um becomes a trap for creatives, um, particularly Christian creatives, because while you can definitely watch a show and become inspired, you can definitely see a commercial, right, and Mm -hmm. be inspired or something to that nature. I think the passive nature of watching TV and watching shows actually robs us a little bit of inspiration. Mm -hmm. And so for me personally, I try and limit my, my screen time because I want to spend, I would much rather spend, just say, for instance, if you, if you work a full-time job and you have a family and you've got two hours of free time in the evening, which is a luxury, by the way. <laughs> but if you've got that two hours of free time, if you spend it all passively consuming yep. entertainment or screens, yep. I would rather spend a, a, you know, a half that time or less consuming and half that time producing. You know, And so actually getting inspired and then doing something with it. So yeah, exactly. That's definitely the way in my opinion to go. So, and I don't know what this is going to be like in January, but, uh, uh, this is still November and the news is pretty, pretty noisy. It's oh been, yeah. 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 <laughs> it's, there's lots of noise. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. That's a whole nother show, Bill. <laughs> Just avoiding all the bad stuff in the news. That's a whole topic we should dive into. <laughs> I'm sorry. I didn't mean to go there. <laughs> no, no, no. It's fine. We didn't technically go there. We just kind of touched on it. So, <laughs> Oh, look uh, over there. Look, we're not going to go there. Squirrel. <laughs> All right. So moving on to inform. So it kind of dovetails nicely with inspire. So, so tell us a little bit about, um, you know, what it takes for you to migrate an idea or, you know, like you said on your, uh, say on your, uh, on your iPod, right. Mm -hmm. What does it take to, in, uh, to migrate that from idea into something more mature, maybe not a fully formed product, right. The next step, what does that take? Uh, well, when we're talking about music, uh, it, I have to listen for a melody. I'm looking for a melody. Okay. Uh, Paul McCartney said the melody comes first. Okay. So he's a pretty good <laughs> person. Who's he might know what songs. he's talking about. Who That's knows? Right. <laughs> so, uh, uh, so I write the, the melody first and then the, the words come later. Okay. And uh, like, for example, I, I wrote a song called Jesus Christ is Born. Uh, which later became a book. Cool. Uh, uh, I have, I had a melody first mm-hmm. and I wanted to make the words as, as Christian as possible. I, I wanted to make a Christ, uh, a Christmas song, not an Xmas song. So, right. Right. I want, so the title was Jesus Christ right. is born. <laughs> first words are Jesus Christ. So, um, not Jesus Christ is coming to town. Are you sure? No, <laughs> which is also true. But 
so uh, I went to the Bible and, uh, you know, <clears throat> used the Bible as, as my basis. And uh, basically I made the Bible rhyme and I meant cool. to, meant to make a three verse song with just a chorus, but it turned out I made a 37 verse song with no chorus. <laughs> so uh, nobody's going to awesome. want to sing that. <laughs> I don't know. I bet there's some there's some choir somewhere looking for a challenge, Bill. You know, I think. <laughs> it's like Psalm. What's the, the Psalm 119? Yeah, 119. That's right. <laughs> David had a good time that day. <laughs> All right. So so you mentioned something interesting there, where you started with a, a song. I'm assuming on your iPod, some sort of something you hummed. You then developed that into a melody. You then yes. find words for that, so it now becomes a full fledged song. And maybe you're adding some more instrument instrumentation to that and right. then and then somehow that transforms into a book so what you know walk us through that process where we go from okay i got a song now and i like it but what what what's the springboard to go to a book that's an interesting transition uh so i went to my friend who uh, is also an illustrator a uh, book children's book writer and uh she had a an idea she told me not to be the illustrator. And okay. I said, why should I not be the illustrator? I have an art degree. So, mm -hmm. um, so I did not take that advice. So, um, so I, first you go to pencils, you mm -hmm. draw everything out in pencils, uh, sketch it out. And then you go to inks. So mm -hmm. I use Photoshop at that time. Uh, currently I use uh, Clip, Studio, Clip Studio Paint okay. on a Mac, um, it, or it works on PC as well. And uh, so you, you ink out the, the dark lines, make a, a layer of dark lines on the computer. Mm -hmm. um, so then it goes into the coloring process. And I did do the, the coloring process myself back then. Mm -hmm. It looks like flat colors. I mm -hmm. can I compare it to the 1970 Super Friends, where sure. everything was dark All black, bold lines, and right. flat color. One, yeah. here's your, like Batman's uh, boots. Batman's boots are blue. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> so for this project, the uh, I wrote that for small children. These, okay. this comic book is going to be for teens and adults. So. Okay that's a more sophisticated audience. Right, so right. Uh, that's why I need a more sophisticated colorist. So, sure. so any of you Christian colorists out there listening, <laughs> feel free to, feel free to contact me how <laughs> on Instagram, <laughs> contact me on Instagram. All right. And, Art, and what is your Instagram handle? Uh, toss it out there for him, Bill. Artsy Bible nerd. That's artsy. Bible and nerd, all one word, smashed together. All right, awesome. So um, again, when we were talking prior to the interview and just in the time I've got to know you and in some of the correspondence back and forth, um, you've mentioned that you had a bit of a, a, a learning experience about yourself before you were able to kind of take the leap from inspiration to creation. Mm. Can, you, can you tell our audience a little bit about you the conclusion you had to come to about yourself before you could before you could do that uh could you remind me uh what my <laughs> so yeah was, was you said you basically had to come to a realization um uh, uh, you know kind of overcome some fears right about maybe um what your work and the level of perfection or oh yeah um, yeah you know about seeing ideas in your head versus them becoming real so right um yeah I think artists or perfectionists in any state, in, in any genre, in any uh, field, mm -hmm. uh, I had to tell myself just to do it. Like, you know, it's not going to be perfect. It's not going to be the level of professional. It's going to be as professional as I can make it. Right. Yeah, but it's not going to be, uh, even if it's not an Eisner award winning comic, Mm -hmm. it's still worth making it's still yeah. so uh it's 
it's not me who's being glorified. It's God who's being glorified. If, uh, as long as my work influences people to know more about the Bible, more about typology, to know more about, uh, that the old Testament was not just a mistake and, you know, Jesus is not just happenstance that it was planned out and God knew what he was doing when he created, uh, you know, Jesus went to Gethsemane knowing what, knowing what he had to do, but, yeah. uh, he went through it anyway. And that was all foretold. It was all. Yeah. And he, and he knew before he left heaven and before he became a, a human, you know, he knew, he knew what was ahead of him, but he did it anyway. And, and thank, yep. thank God he did, you know, and that's, that shows the depths of God's love for us that he would create this rescue plan as Phil Vischer calls it, you know, um, before the foundation of creation, you know, that, yeah. he, that he did that. So yeah. Amen, brother. That's, that's a good word. Um, yeah. I think that, I think there's a big um, for, especially for Christian creatives. For, I mean, it, uh, let me back up for any creatives, as you say, who are perfectionists, there's a big, big challenge, right? There's this big, almost insurmountable hill that we have to overcome in terms of our creations because we fear that they won't be perfect, right? And I think for Christian creatives, if you're really serious about your craft and you're really serious about wanting to glorify God, it kind of actually compounds that fear, you know, because it's not just you messing up an egg on your yeah. face. You're kind of like, right. oh, I don't want to get egg on Jesus's face. Right. And I, and I think that's a big thing we have to overcome as Christian creatives. And you said it so perfectly in that, it's not about you. You have to remove yourself from the equation. And it's like, I'm going to do this as good as I can with all the gifts that he's given me. And if one person learns about the gospel, then it's worth it. You know, yep. then it's worth it. And I think that perception for our listeners is a, it's a really hard thought to, to get in into your brain and kind of accept. But once you do, it kind of opens you up a little bit, you know, as a creative and allows you to like try and risk a little bit more. Would, would yeah, exactly. Okay. Awesome. Yeah, good point. I love the statement that you said, um, <clears throat> excuse me. <clears throat> I love the statement that you said, putting a candle under a bushel does no one any good. Oh, Parap yeah. Paraphrasing scripture. But I mean, I think that puts a, such a fine point to to this topic in, in that, yeah, I mean, hiding your light under under that bushel is not going to do any, anybody any good. So that's, that's a great way to dovetail scripture into this into this point. So good job, Bill. That was awesome. You didn't even know it was awesome and you did it anyway. <laughs> All right. So let's move on to educate a little bit. So let's talk a little bit about... Um, what didn't you know when you got started on this project or any project and, and how did you, how'd you overcome that barrier? How did you learn? Uh, yeah, I started reading a bunch of books. Uh, I've already shown you two of those. Uh, oh, so I got more books here. Uh, this one is about anatomy. Uh, okay. you have to know how, uh, this is called the Morpho Anatomy for Artists. Okay. And uh, so this one is about marketing. Okay. And, and all these the books, and all these books, you gave me a list of all these, and we're going to put them in the show notes. Is that right? Oh, good. Yes. Okay. And uh, this one is about comic book inking. It is, people call this the, the Bible of inking. Okay. Awesome. This yes. is called the Art of Comic Book Inking. Okay. by Gary Martin and uh, the inking is the inking is the part that you see that the the reader sees uh, you know the pencil is the is the the groundwork is the foundation mm -hmm. of the comic but the, the inking is the the finish work the, okay. the finishing nails the the siding and the 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 shingles that everybody sees right um, so also, uh, I've been, uh, there's a podcast, uh, it's a YouTube show uh, uh -huh. with Jimmy Reyes. Uh, I was in the middle of doing research for 
uh, how, how to make a comic. And I was looking at thinking on YouTube and uh, I sent a message to uh, one of the, 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 you know, the, the hosts, mm-hmm. his name is Jimmy Reyes. And I got a, a message back from, from, from the guy. And uh, he had this, uh, it, it, he called it an open mic night you know, mm-hmm. and uh, he allowed uh, creators to just come onto a stream and, and meet a uh, surprise guest. And the surprise guest was David Finch. Oh, wow. And, <laughs> and also the second surprise guest was Robert Morzullo. And oh, wow. So for, for our listeners, if they don't know who those guys are, who are those guys? You and I are comic geeks. We know them, but. but. Yes. So David Finch uh, is, has done uh professional dc and marvel like any property that you've heard of from those big two comic companies he's he's drawn that uh uh rob marzullo has a youtube channel and uh 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 what else do you call it uh skillshare he he does skillshare videos on how to draw comics so Mm -hmm. These are big names that I have heard of, and uh, I had the opportunity to. I still have not actually spoken to these guys, but uh, they're. It just uh, it allowed me to see how open, how mm-hmm. how available these guys were, so to to listen to, to up and coming artists and to give them advice. So. Yeah, absolutely. I think, uh, I think what you're saying is spot on. And this is something I tell my kids all the time is that, you know, while there's a lot of bad stuff on the internet, um, you know, that's without, without saying, right. Um, the internet is probably the most powerful tool for breaking down walls yeah. and for learning new skills that has ever existed in the history of mankind. And it, it, it's foolish, in my opinion, not to take advantage of that tool to the utmost of your ability uh, if you're a creative or especially if you're a Christian creative. I mean, there are so many, um, you know, people out there with Twitter accounts or, you know, Facebook accounts or YouTube channels, and they're, they're more than happy to talk to you. You know, you might think, oh, you know, no, if I send a, a tweet to Robert Kirkman, he's not going to reply to me, you know, the guy that right. created The Walking Dead. Um, but he just might, you never know, just might be a day where he's bored and he wants to talk to somebody. So, you know, nothing ventured, nothing game, right. To whom, um, uh, you know, if you ask you, if you ask not, we receive not right. You know, to use the script. Yeah, exactly. Um, and so I, I definitely, I think you're spot on, you know, you start with books, you start with, you know, low cost resources that you might have around the house or you can get from your local library or the bookstore or Amazon, uh, and there, are, you mentioned Skillshare. Skillshare is a phenomenal site for learning skills, right? right? Whether yep. it's music or comics or coloring or animation or what have you, tremendous resource and not super expensive. And then YouTube itself is a ton of free, you know, content for the most part. Some of it's behind paywalls, but generally it's free um, that you can learn and just uh, and go to town. So I mean, yeah, I think that. Um, if you want to learn something, if you really, truly want to learn it, there's nothing stopping you right now. That's my opinion. Yeah, exactly. All right. Well, I definitely want you to uh, be sure and send over links to those YouTube channels. I know there were several other, um, you know, that you had mentioned uh, in some of the documentation and that list of books. And we'll be sure and put that in the show notes um, that go along with this podcast. We, we don't have time to go over all of them, but um, Bill has a tremendous list of great resources and some of them are ones that I've never even heard of. And, and I'm kind of a comics geek and I'm, I'm definitely a creative geek. And so even I've learned something from this podcast already. So, <laughs> so definitely, so definitely make sure I get that list up on the, on the podcast notes, Bill, hound me if I don't, cause our, our, our viewers and our listeners definitely will need those. So, um, all right, so let's move on to empower. Are you ready to empower our listeners, Bill? Let's empower. All right, let's empower. Power up. All right, so you've already said it once. You might not remember it, but um, you had a great suggestion earlier about, you know, um, 
getting into the same kind of niche or space that you're currently in, or really, I think any creative endeavor, it's three, three simple words. You said it earlier. What were they? Just do it. Just, it's not going to, it's not going to hurt. Uh, I used to, I have this phrase that I tell myself when, whenever I, I feel like it's not going to be right. It's not going to be, uh, it's, it's just, I'm not building bridges. I'm not here to build a bridge. I'm, I'm not an engineer that's going to, you know, if it's done wrong, nobody's going to fall to their death <laughs> and <laughs> it'll be some bad art. It, that's okay. It, but uh, if it gets the point across that I'm, you know, trying to get a, across, then it's worth doing. So. Yeah. And I, and I, I absolutely agree. Bill. I could not agree with you more. And, and it's crazy because if, like we'll just pick something random. Like if, you know, like um, it's not Christian, but you look at Garfield, right? You and I grew up reading Garfield in the Sunday paper, right? Or, or even Peanuts, you know, uh, Schultz, for instance. But if you go back and look at the very first comics that those guys did, you know, mm. you look at the very first Peanuts comics that Schultz did and you almost can't tell who the characters are because they look so different, you know? Right. So every artist has this progressive arc you know, and they don't, they don't start where they finish, you know, you start where you start and you slowly over time of just doing it over and over and over again, you mature your, your craft and you mature your skill set, and you get a little bit better each time you do it. And it's a lot easier to edit something that's already done than edit yes. a, blank, a blank piece of paper, you know, or a blank canvas, you know, I mean, you just, it's impossible to edit a blank canvas, right? So, <laughs> so your 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 statement of just do it is exactly right. You got to do it. You got to get something down so that you can improve, right? Yep, exactly. All right. So, what are some um, so you know what are some other maybe uh, pieces of advice that you might have for a Christian creative who's just starting out or maybe a little bit trepidatious about moving into a space, a creative space. One is one is what you're doing right now. You're on this podcast and it's iron sharpening iron. Right? Iron, yes. Iron sharpening iron. <laughs> hey, you wrote this, man. Get advice. <laughs> yeah, that's get advice. From, that's from the Bible. <laughs> There's this book. It's really cool. <laughs> yes. Yeah, uh, get advice. Uh, find people who have done it before. Pe- find uh, people who have... And if you can't talk to people who have done it before, you can find them on the internet. You can find them on YouTube. You can find them on Skillshare, things we've already said. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, uh, have a, if you're a Christian creative, make sure that your doctrine is sound. Make sure that you're, uh, get advice about your doctrine. Get advice about what you're trying to teach others. And like I said, just do it. Just mm-hmm. Nike, Nike your way through it. That's right. Nike your way through it. And I think as well, when you're asking for, you know, advice or for help from someone who is an established creative, I think it's good um, to kind of strike a middle tone, not to be completely casual, but not to be 100% business-like. You want to kind of strike a middle ground, you know. Um, I find that typically that nets the most positive response. You know, if you you just, um, if you just send somebody an email and you're like, hey, what's up? and you don't ever ask them what you want to know, then you're right. probably never going to get a reply. But if you're like, hey, what's up? I really like your work, and I would like to emulate your style. I'd love for some tips and tricks if you've got the time, or I'm happy to compensate you for your time, or something like that. You know, But don't go and say, oh, I've got a formal proposal for you. I'd love for you to ink my comic, and I will give you a rate of 20 cents per day, you know, or whatever. You know, That's probably not going to fly either. So I think no. that middle tone tends to work best. Would you uh, agree or, or not agree? Yes, I would agree. <laughs> you, okay. you would have more experience than I do. I still have not collaborated with anyone yet. So, okay. All right. Awesome. Awesome. Well, um, what about, um, tell us a little bit where you, if you see a line, you know, between kind of where your ability ends, speaking about stuff you haven't done yet, and mm-hmm. where God kind of picks up. Can you tell us a little bit about that transition point and how that's worked in your life? Uh, I'm sure it has. <laughs> I just can't think of anything right now. Uh, where my ability ends. 
you had mentioned something about a stream community that you had gotten involved with. Yeah, exactly. That was uh, the Jimmy Reyes uh, story that I ta uh, told you about. Um, so I've, that has led me to uh, different uh, relationships. Mm -hmm. So uh, Jimmy and uh, a bunch of other people, uh, writers and colorists and uh, pencils and inkers and not David Finch yet, <laughs> but, right, right. Uh, but, but even, but even those folks are folks you might not have ever been able to meet on your own. So kind of yes, following, exactly. kind of following God's leading kind of like what happened with, with Theophany Media and with Creatively Christian, you yeah. know, um, the fact that we've all come together, you know, it's definitely feels like it's been orchestrated by God and none of us could have done this on our own. You know, none of us have the time or the resources or probably even had the idea to do something like this, but um, working together, it really feels like it's kind of ordained, you know, like it's um, yeah, like it's something that God wants to happen. Uh, so I think there's a, um, as a Christian creative, it's important to keep an eye out and an ear to the ground, so to speak, for those sorts of opportunities. Yeah. And right. I, I'm not, I'm not talking about magical thinking, right? That's not what we're, we're espousing here. We don't want people to start reading the signs and, you know, rolling the chicken bones or whatnot, but it is important, I think, to, in a community of, of believers, um, to develop friendships with fellow creatives and to listen for where they have a need. And if you can serve that need, then you do so. And then what happens is when you have a need, people will show up and they will help you out as well. And I think that's kind of where, at least in our conversations in the past where we've seen that, you know, happen where I couldn't have done this job by myself, but God brought the right people at the right time with the right tools and we were able to get it done. So. Yeah. I also, uh, yesterday I just made a connection on Instagram, uh, with creator. I think they're called, uh, comics. I'm sorry. Christian comics for Christians. Cool. And, uh, it's, a it's a community of artists, uh, artists for Christ. So, mm -hmm. and that was something that I just stumbled upon. That yeah. was actually uh, uh, Theophany uh, retweet, re reshared that uh -huh. uh, on, on Instagram. So, cool, cool. And again, I think it's important for young Christian creatives to know that you don't want to be the bull in the china shop. You know, you don't want to barge into that community and say, oh, I'm here and I got something to do. Y'all all line up. You know, that's what Brandon, the old Brandon used to do. Um, it's important to kind of ease into those communities and get to know the people, um, you know, get interested in what they're doing. Let them know that, hey, that was some really cool, you know, pencils that I saw on that sketch mm -hmm. that you put out or those inks were super tight or, you know, your colors are mind blowing or whatever. Um, and you kind of ease into that relationship and before long yep. you'll have a That's whole group of new friends, you know, that yeah, I was going to say relationships are key. Relationships are the, the grease that the, what, how does that go? The grease that uh, spins the wheel, the grease. Yeah, there you go. There you go. <laughs> yeah. Whatever. And, and that's, and that's exactly what we're supposed to do as believers. Anyway, you know, we're supposed to yes, be brothers exactly. and sisters in Christ, you know, we're supposed to support each other and help each other. And, you know, and so it's nothing different. Um, you know, if you're, if you're doing the body of Christ, the way the Bible says you are, then leveraging that same sort of behavior into a creative space should be fairly intuitive. It shouldn't be a, shouldn't be a stretch at all. So, right. All right. Awesome. Well, um, Bill, we are kind of summing up on our, um, empower, uh, any other little uh, takeaways you want to give our audience in terms of empowerment or is just do it enough? <laughs> I think that's it. That's it. I think that's all I got. Pray, right, pray as pray. well. It there you go. Hurt, wouldn't hurt to pray <laughs> every once in a while. <laughs> yeah, make sure that you know you're doing what God wants you to do. I think. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> that was a lesson I had to learn the hard way. But that's a whole other podcast. So um, someday. So so tell us a little bit, uh, Bill, about um, where people can find you. We know we can find you on Instagram, at least, at Artsy right. Bible Nerd, right? I Are have there other YouTube... places on the web where we can stalk you and uh, get to know you? I have a YouTube channel called Artsy, well, 
if you search artsy bible nerd you will okay. find it on youtube okay. uh currently the the url is a jumble of letters and numbers until i until i change it until i like, like everyone's youtube url that's no problem <laughs> nobody but, uh, types in urls anymore anyway that's right um but if you search uh artsy bible nerd you'll find it there uh i'm also on skillshare i have one class on skillshare on how to draw a male biblical generic generic male biblical figure okay uh also uh artsy bible nerd um also on what else is there twitter artsy bible nerd uh facebook artsy bible nerd awesome um what else is there do you have the domain artsy bible nerd uh no i do not have the you gotta domain. go get it man you gotta go get it that's just a, i mean you gotta make that happen yeah i gotta do that <laughs> good idea good advice <laughs> all right good, good iron sharpening that's right <laughs> all right and tell us a little bit about maybe a, a product that or a project rather that you're um that you're you know almost out the door or maybe something you want to tease us with uh, are we going to see uh any any of the comic anytime soon you're gonna be sharing some some sketches or some inks where, where where are we with the projects uh we're currently in the penciling and inking of the introduction so it's going to be a long time before i i'm still working my day job so okay. and i got two kids and other responsibilities so uh this is uh, you know, it, it takes a long time to make comics. Yes, so yes, when you does. don't have a staff, when you don't have a company, when you're, uh, so it'll be crowdfunded. I will okay. be putting it out on, uh, what's it called? Indiegogo. Yes. Thank you. Indiegogo mm -hmm. is where it's going to go, go. And as soon as it's ready, uh, as soon as it's half ready, I'll put it up on Indiegogo. So I don't want to put it up now because yeah, take a bit too long. You don't want to wait that yes, long. Exactly. Are you sharing any of the work currently? Um, or are you keeping it all behind the curtain for now? Uh, you can find the, the pages that I have done on Instagram. Okay. If you search for artsy Bible nerd, right. Uh, and all of those other social media sites. Awesome. Awesome. Well, definitely looking forward to seeing that. And, uh, you'll be having some podcasts coming out soon. I will at creatively Christian at theophanymedia.com. That's right. Creatively dash Christian. Uh, so Bill is one of the, the hosts there. So he'll be, he has several really cool Christian comic guys and other folks as well lined up. I'm very excited about some of them. Um, everything that I've heard so far. So definitely be tuning in to uh, Theophany Media's creatively Christian podcast where you'll You'll get to know a lot more about Bill from the other side of the uh, of the interview table, where he'll be throwing the questions, not having to dodge the barbs and answer them. So, <laughs> another spear. Yeah, exactly. Have your shield of faith ready. So it's so hard to play harp when someone's throwing spears at you. That's right. That's right. Well, I do appreciate you coming on, my brother. It has been a great, great time, and it's been really cool getting to know a lot more about you. This whole process has been fun. I'm glad. Um, that the hosts are interviewing each other. Uh, it's, it's been a lot of fun for me and I'm looking forward to learning more about you as we have our weekly meetings and as we continue to grow Theophany Media and as I watch your growth in the world of comics and listen, to your, listen to your cool tunes. So thank you. Yeah, absolutely. If you don't mind, I'd love to close this with a little prayer. Let's do that. All right. Awesome. Let's pray. Glorious Heavenly Father, we just thank you so much for this day. We thank you that we live in a country that's just saturated, um, Father, with uh, freedoms that were founded on your truth. Um, Father, we just pray that those freedoms will be held in high esteem and that uh, they will not be cast aside. Uh, Father, we thank you for this technology that allows us to connect with one another. Um, I thank you for the opportunity to get to meet Bill and just to grow, uh, to know him more. Uh, Father, uh, I love uh, getting to talk to him and see his smiling face and getting to laugh with him. And it's cool having a bro another brother that I can, you know, just geek out on with comics. So I do thank you for that as well. Uh, Father, I pray for your blessings in his ministry, in his church service. Uh, I pray 
for safety and protection and provision for him and his family. Uh, I pray that, Father, you keep him inspired, that even on those long days after work, you give him the fire uh, inside of him that comes through your Holy Spirit, and, and that uh, pages and panels just fly like the wind, Father, and that he is able to tell the story with, um, with truth and with accuracy, but also with excitement and with thrilling uh, stories about you. Um, Father, I just uh, thank you so much for making us creative, uh, for making us like yourself, uh, the, the king of all the universe and the master creator. Uh, it's so humbling to be able to speak to you, Father, in this way. And I thank you for the shed blood of Christ and for his resurrected, uh, uh, his resurrected self that puts us back into right relationship with you when we repent, when we repent and when we believe and when we are baptized. And so I thank you so much, Father, for making a way, um, as Bill said, for us to be restored to you, um, that you knew it before anybody else. Thank you for that. In your son's name, we pray. Amen. Amen. All right, Bill, you have a blessed day, and um, I will be talking to you soon, my friend. Excellent. Signing off from uh, Theophany Media. See you guys. Creatively Christian. Thank you so much for listening today. To see the show notes where we put useful information like resources mentioned in this episode, you can head on over to theophanymedia.com forward slash bill. And remember, if you enjoyed this podcast, be sure to rate, review, and share wherever you listen to podcasts. Creatively Christian is a product of Theophany Media. You can find out more at theophanymedia.com. This show is hosted by Brandon Hollingsworth, Andrea Sandifer, Bill Brooks, and Lynn Baber. Our logo is by Bill Brooks. Our music is by Bill Brooks and Andrea Sandifer. To join our exclusive patron community, which includes bonus episodes and so much more, go to theophanymedia.com forward slash creatively Christian. Have a blessed day and keep on creating for our Lord.